0: Hi! Hey.
1: It's How's only it been
0: one week, and we yeah. released, this is a
1: second episode. Yeah, let's talk about it. Listen, we're in week two of quarantine. Uh, we should come up with a little, I should make a little quarantine, like, musical stinger. It's just like, it's a very special episode. Craig's Crisis in Quarantine. Say that three times, please. Oh, stories.
0: I thought the sting was gonna be like a wheeze,
1: like a... <gasps> <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, much to talk too about soon? i'm sorry <laughs> no not at all too soon how, I... <laughs> how uh how are you handling the teen
0: as the cool um kids are calling it. the teen well um it's going pretty well i would say i've haven't gone super crazy yet i mean it does help that i like live with my best friend um yeah. and she actually is not in the house tonight because she um she has hanging had, out with
1: a bunch of people
0: at well, yeah, she's at, at a beach getting all of yeah. the rural community sick. no, she's at her boyfriend's house. um he like stayed with us last weekend. so we that that he's the only person and he doesn't see anyone else. so like he his end of contact <laughs> like literally the only person he sees is Paige. and so if we uh, were to take that if she were to take that away from him, he might die. so <laughs> um yeah, yeah so she, so she's at his house tonight, which I thought would be sad and lonely, but instead, because I've been constantly in contact with my best friend for the past, uh, eight days, it's actually, it's amazing having the house to myself. I like ran around the whole house by myself and like danced and yelled. And, um, I like did, uh, <laughs> like a very embarrassing workout video that I would have felt very self-conscious about doing in front of her. Cause it was kind of hokey. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it's been, you know, it's been all right. How have you been?
1: Uh, I've been good. I do feel like I am also one of those people who hasn't gone stir crazy yet, which is the phrase that is getting giving getting new life this week. Um, but yeah, I just feel I feel kind of like a jerk because I feel like I know a lot of people who are uh just going out of their minds having to stay inside, and I'm like, I could I could do this a little more. <laughs> I could. Yeah, uh, I, got, I no, up on I.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's bad at all. Like I feel I don't know, we're both extremely busy people, I feel, and like mm-hmm. having nowhere to be every day has been like in some ways really nice. Like I think if I don't think about it too hard, like if I don't think about how I am kind of trapped, it, it's actually quite nice. And like I don't know. And also, you know, we have a platform we just want to say um if you are not a grocery store worker, an essential worker, if you're not a healthcare worker, uh don't be seeing anybody right now I just feel like a lot of people are really blase about it right now and are like oh social distancing means I just don't go to public places but I can still go hang out with my friends and it's like no you can't no (laughs) absolutely
1: not um it's been the the worst thing about quarantine has been for some reason uh there is construction happening actively in the like apartment across the way from us and they should not be doing any of that right now but are they six feet apart from each other Absolutely not. I mean, it's impossible to be six <laughs> feet apart. We also are right next to our neighbor who is older and, uh, you know, often has his, like, door open. He has, like, a screen for his door that opens and closes. But, like, I don't know. I think he's also being really kind of blase about it and being like, I was just at the doctors and they gave me a bunch of, you know, antibacterial medicine. So you can have lunch with me. It's cool. And like, ah, no. Wait, can't. have you
0: had lunch with your elderly neighbor?
1: I haven't, no. but um, But I mean, in the past, have you ever? No, no. Uh, this, he hasn't asked.
0: Oh, he hasn't but, asked you to
1: lunch? But I think.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> who jealous? did he ask to lunch? I'm confused. He's asking the
1: construction dudes to lunch.
0: Oh, that and is kind funny. of upsetting because, like, yeah. they're only there for, like, a week. Like, you guys live there all the time.
1: Yeah. What up with that? No, I think, uh, listen, he asked me to go to the dispensary for him the other day. Like, we're going to get there. We're...
0: Okay, I'm just saying, um, like, sometimes you're barking up the wrong friendship tree, and if he hasn't asked you to lunch already, maybe he's not. It's just like that film that I watched the other day just with Justin Long. India. Yep, Justin Long and Drew Barrymore. <laughs> he's de- Or not Drew Barrymore. Oh, she is in it, though. But it's Jennifer Goodwin who's right. the main, the level uh, the main character.
1: You know what? That, I will, uh... I will be heard about that later, but right now I care too much about him too. Oh God, it's already started. Wow, um, you care
0: so much about him. I care so much.
1: Um, here's here's a, another slice of life from the team. Hit me. Um, and a good contrast here. I went to two grocery stores today. Ooh. I went to Fred Meyers and I went to Trader Joe's. And when I went to Fred Meyers, it uh, just kind of felt like a madhouse, you know, instantly too many cars in the parking lot no one's Mm -hmm. doing anything i just feel like there's a greeter at the door who is just two feet away from the door and is just there and for no reason they should be six feet away from the
0: door i'm gonna say it right now
1: yeah absolutely and they had no reason to be standing in that doorway as far as i could tell unless they were like trying to keep people out but they weren't i just walked in (laughs) and you know i think 70 percent of people were uh Trying to stay their distance, and I saw people wearing gloves, I saw some people wearing masks. I saw two people having a conversation, six feet apart, and that was- I like, thought, right? I literally okay.
0: thought you said, yeah, I saw two people having
1: sex in the aisles, and I was like, I it is truly the ends of days. Just, just <laughs> raw dogging it. Um, Stop. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but 70% of people were trying, and then- there's the other 30% of people who just are acting like nothing's changed. And are just, it's
0: crazy. Well, yeah. I do. I mean, I do have to say, I think that if all of my friends were not taking it as seriously, I would have a hard time. So I, sure. I have to wonder if it's like a social circle thing. Like, like if your social circle, just somebody, you know, like really strongly decides that this isn't a real thing. Yeah. Everyone else just kind of goes along with it. Cause I feel like if I saw like you guys, like if I saw you and Elaine and Robin hanging out like outside and having a good time, I'd be like, is it? Do I have to social distance, or can I hang? You're right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that there's some truth in that. I think you are going to be influenced by the people you are around, and if other people... It also depends on where you're getting your information too. but if like if other people are telling you not to worry about it, I'm sure you're going to not. But there was that. There was Fred Myers, and uh, then there was Trader Joe's, which is why I was a little late to this podcast, because there's a line for TJ's, and they're the spots and are mark on the ground. Ooh. Yeah, it is like a club. So all the lines are, you know, six feet apart and chalk on the ground. And they had someone at the door who was basically, like, waiting for people to exit the store before other people enter the store. And it is literally a club. It's literally a club. And then wow. we're there, and we get our, like, we got our stuff, and they are using every other uh, checkout lane. And... It's just really well handled, and it's just so funny because it's like literally like I'm waiting in line to go grocery shopping. There's a bouncer at the door who, <laughs> I, the line stopped right at Elena and I, and we're just like, hey, we just gotta wait. And I was like, pretend uh, we're at Disneyland. We're just waiting to get on. Play a Splash little heads Mountain. up in
0: line, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's such a totally different experience, and that was uh that felt good. That felt like the right way to do it. Shame on you, Freddy's.
0: Okay, I'm sorry that not everyone can be the boutique that is Tra- Club TJ, but sometimes Wait. us plebeians have to go to Freddy's. Okay.
1: I well, I did have to because I needed to get um, Benadryl for my dog.
0: <laughs> you know what? Classic yeah. dog parent problems. <laughs>
1: okay. Um, what other what other entertainment have you been enjoying during the teen?
0: Um, I've just been watching, like, a lot of Project Runway, if we're being honest. Like, i blew through two seasons of Project Runway in the past nine days. Today is my ninth day of self-isolation. I don't know if everyone else started earlier or later, but I feel like today is my ninth day, and that's a lot of Project Runway.
1: Yeah, I think I'm about there, too, because we started on, what, last Saturday or Sunday? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have been, we started the Netflix documentary uh, series Tiger King, which highly recommend, wildest thrill ride of a documentary <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. There's just it just it just keeps one upping itself. Like it starts I love crazy, that. and then it gets crazier and crazier with every moment. And it's just I've been, you know, from moment one, I was like, I really can't wait to see documentary now's like take on this. Like they gotta parody <laughs> this this is the most outrageous thing I've ever seen and then the more I watch the more I'm like this is a whole season of documentary now content in one documentary like that's this what is... a yeah that's what
0: a good documentary series should yeah. be. yeah I feel like
1: yeah definitely I've been watching also uh Mcmillions on HBO which is I think is that about kind McDonald's? of on the opposite it, yeah it's about the McDonald's Monopoly scandal. Oh, okay.
0: Yes. I've heard about this. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, Which is really interesting content, but they are, uh, I don't know, for some reason they aren't able to keep me engaged with the way they are telling the story.
0: (laughs) Well, that feels Um, more like a a deep dive, and the other one feels more like like an acid trip. Like Yeah, this Tiger King is for
1: everyone. It's very accessible. (laughs) You don't have to like documentaries. You just have to understand basic human social contracts, and here's this person who's going to break them all. I love it. uh, And own a tie in the process. (laughs) Yeah, wild. Wild.
0: All right, well, we got our TV show recommendations out of the way. Um, Is it time to, I guess, put on our big boy pants and get down to business?
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, let's start the show.
0: My big boy pants have a zipper and a snap.
1: Uh, Mine are overalls. You caught my eye in the grocery line. I fancied myself why are you laughing at me
0: <laughs> that last little grunt you just like did a little tiny gr- grunt at the end you went yeah hm. but it was like really small i just love those sounds <laughs> i just really love those sounds that kind of almost involuntarily come out of you oh my god and are, like so, so <laughs> small um, and i just i Tiger love King. it <laughs>
1: So there's a scene where this, they're interviewing a guy in this documentary, and yeah, we haven't started the show yet. This is still going. Um, but they, uh, he's, he takes a big puff of a vape right before he starts talking, and when he exhales, the sound that came along with it is just like this... It's just like, what? Why did that happen?
0: It made me laugh so hard. Oh, uh, I love those little sounds. There's nothing I love more than a person getting up out of a chair and just letting out a little... <laughs> and, like, not not even knowing that they did that is yeah. just like, that's music to my ears. So good.
1: All right, now let's start the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis, a deep dive through the misconnection section of America's favorite list, and a deeper dive into ourselves. I'm Talon Bigelow.
0: I'm Sarah Thompson.
1: And if you don't know, uh, the Misconnection section of Craigslist is like a place for personal ads about chance encounters that the writers of the ads didn't get a chance to act on, so they post them here in hopes of connecting. And I'll say again, why is this still a thing right now? Right at this moment in time, why is this a thing? Okay.
0: Because sometimes somebody gets into your mind and they don't get back out again, okay?
1: I guess so. Um, the way show works
0: does not kill love. I'm sorry, I just have to say it. <laughs>
1: God, there's gonna be exactly three great pieces of art about the coronavirus and quarantine. There's gonna be a Broadway play about a, a newlywed couple that's gonna get a divorce through this quarantine. There's gonna be some mm. romantic comedy about a couple that has to not touch each other, and then something else I haven't figured it out. Maybe There's a another. fan fiction.
0: There's there's the, yeah, a enemies there. to lovers fan fiction that will occur. And oh, don't tell okay. me that's not a great work of art because you don't know, okay.
1: <laughs> okay, I like that. Um, I'm sorry, I'll, yeah, the I'll way you the podcast works. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we pull these misconnections from the internet, and then we share them with each other and cold read each other's selections, so we've never seen them before. You are seeing our initial responses right here, right now, and I'm going to start by sending one to Sarah via the airways. We all, I should mention, we are recording from our homes again via Skype. No, what? Because we're not. I don't not, even mention the not, name
0: socially irresponsible bastards
1: no we are doing this the best safest way and we are staying home
0: okay duck chased you you were on a walk to safeway solo super chill and listening to something i was on the front step of a medical office deliberating safety and ethics and then a duck chased you it was the sweetest funniest goofiest thing i've seen in weeks what sealed it was you turning back to laugh Then you passed us again after shopping and felt like maybe we could have hung out in the stoop for a second, but you kept going and we kept debating. If this reaches the pedestrian who ran from a duck today, tell me what you were listening to. This, okay, I'm just going to tell you on one person, from one person's perspective... The writer, this is a romantic comedy, but I'm going to tell you right now, from the other person's perspective, this was a straight up horror movie where somebody, (laughs) this is about the bystander effect, where somebody just sat there and watched them be accosted by a duck, which are some of the most mean, evil creatures. I believe they are probably like 18th century French serial killers reincarnated into evil, (laughs) mean little flat-footed animals.
1: Yeah, where do you stand on geese in comparison to
0: ducks? Um, a goose wants tried try to drown me, so they're even worse.
1: <laughs> okay, so if, if ducks are serial killers, then a goose, a geese... geese genocidal.
0: I'm talking uh, genocidal level. Oof. Hitlers. Hitler.
1: Hitler. Those hitlers. are the Hitlers. Yeah, okay. Hitlers of the
0: world. Have you seen a Canadian goose? They don't <laughs> love God. They don't know a God. They know pain and death <laughs> and fear, and that's all they know. <laughs>
1: And that's why we named the worst alcohol after one of them.
0: That's correct. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, you picked this for a reason. You have feelings
1: about it. Tell me about it. Oh, I just thought. I think <laughs> uh, it's just a great turn of events. It's just. Can you imagine like seeing a cute person and just being like, oh, blah, blah, and then like just seeing them get chased by a duck, like after noticing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, that is kind of funny.
1: <laughs> it be pretty great. And I would, uh, I feel like that would make me feel like they were suddenly so approachable. Like, now we have something to talk about. Like,
0: I, Yeah, it's also, like, I feel like that's a real quick way of, like, stripping away some layers. Like, I'm trying to think of the times that I've actually seen my friends, are, you know, like, genuinely afraid. And it's, like, very, you know, like, I feel like that takes a long time into the relationship. And, like, we go to, like, a haunted house or something. But I feel like once I've seen them, you know, terrified, that's, like, a new level of our relationship. And this person just, like, skipped all that. Like, they went straight to the most vulnerable that other person has ever felt. I might be reading a lot into this. Maybe not everyone is as afraid of ducks as I (laughs) am.
1: But. Well, I wouldn't be afraid of a duck unless it started actively, like, trying to get me.
0: Which it sounds like I in would, this case.
1: <laughs> in this case, yeah. If I was just you know passing a duck by a street, whatever. But if a duck is like running at me, like yeah. Could I'm you imagine? Could
0: you imagine the slaps of those little feet?
1: Yeah, just it starts like you? whacking at you. <laughs> sharp little bills just like jabbing at you. Like, ah. Clacking.
0: Ugh, terrible. terrible. I also love that. Um, that you know, they're like people are still considering hanging out on. Stoops with other people. Don't do that. Don't hang out on that stoop.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't it, do that. I stand know this six is... feet away
0: from each other and have some flirty banter, okay?
1: One of you sits on the stoop. The other person can fuck Be right chased
0: off. by a duck, yeah.
1: Write <laughs> their phone number in shock and, uh, yeah, that'll do.
0: They also um, said, something that was interesting was they said, um, then you passed us again after shopping. Are they using the royal we here?
1: Yeah, I don't know, they didn't say who they were with.
0: Maybe they're a polyamorous couple looking to duck, you know what I'm saying?
1: Looking to duck. <laughs> I was on the front step of a medical office deliberating safety and ethics.
0: That sounds, that sounds heavy. They yeah. were like trying to decide who should live and who should die once this pandemic really <laughs> breaks out, and then they were like, oh yeah, the person got chased by a duck.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, wow, what a that's a nice way to break the tension of that moment for them, I'm sure.
0: Sure glad that snapped me out of my stupor.
1: I think Boy. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to pull the plug on Mr. Erickson. I just you know, Miss Miss Henry has, you know, a kid that, you know the, Oh my god. Oh my god, look across the street. Holy shit, that duck is chasing that person. Oh my god. <laughs> and oh that my person god is I really so hot. hard. That
0: person is very oh. hot. Awesome.
1: Oh man, wow. Uh that was rich. Um, <laughs> sorry, what were we? Oh, yeah. I think we have to kill Mr. Erickson.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, sometimes, in, even in our darkest moments, right? <laughs> gotta, find, gotta you have to find your person being chased by a duck, you know?
1: I think that's the message we should all take from this, is uh, right now life feels a lot like standing on the front step of a medical office deliberating safety and ethics, and uh, we just need to keep an eye out for that duck, for that rogue duck that's going to make your day
0: keep an eye out for your local ducks.
1: Yeah, you know look what for the saying? ducks. That's what Mr. Rogers used to say all the time. He said, whenever you're in a crisis, just look for the ducks.
0: Yeah, just look for the ducks. They're there. The Their ducks. little feet are slapping on the ground. 1-800, are they are slapping.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's a real <laughs> phone number.
0: Um, I have an ask for you. Okay. Um, so I'm going to send you another misconnection. Um, and mm-hmm. this, I... <laughs> I just, I need help. I need help deciphering this. This is, you know, what we're in this for is to decipher yep. these codes. And this one, I had I had nothing. So I'm going to send that over to you. You're going to read it blind. And then together, uh, hopefully, we'll know what the actual fuck is being said.
1: All right. Here we go. Debacles of foxery. The inconvenient truths are that I'm not that gullible. And you're not that good of a liar. Wow, and that, com- that comes to us from, it looks like, <laughs> just outside the border of Skyview High School. <laughs> um, we'll bleep
0: that out so. just in case. No, we won't. But I have no mm. idea where that is. Um, um,
1: I knew a Skyview High School in my home state of Washington. I don't think it's that. Uh,
0: uh, it could be. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't pull from that far. But I, I am so conf- Why are foxes involved?
1: Debacles of foxery. What? I okay. Also... Okay. So,
0: <laughs> no, please finish.
1: <laughs> no, I just okay. If I'm thinking that is like a. I don't know what the word is for it, but like we have substituted the words of the actual saying to say debacles of foxery. So, like, what's another word for debacles? What is another word for foxery? Like a, how how like, do we define foxery?
0: Like a debacle is like an embarrassment or like a like a big and very embarrassing event.
1: Yeah, like a embarrassment of foxes. Foxes are 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 stealthy. They're they're sneaky. They're 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 red. Uh, they're small. They're red. They're, they're red. They're furry. And small. Do
0: you want me to say more things? I can say more things that foxes are. Yeah, keep going. They're mammals. They have little sharp noses. They yeah, yeah. they do a cute thing where they jump straight up in the air and then pounce straight down, and it's very cute. That sometimes is cute. sometimes they're not red. Sometimes they're white, or sometimes they're brown. They have furry ears
1: that are nice. So, an embarrassment of something sometimes brown. (laughs) Okay,
0: so somebody that the title and the (laughs) the embarrassment of something brown sounds like somebody shit their pants.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this is a really nice way to put it. Uh, Um, Thomas suffered some debacles of foxery the other night. If you know what I'm saying.
0: And the inconvenient truth is that I'm not that gullible. I know you shit your pants, and you're not that good of a liar. So when you told me that smell was baking Brussels sprouts, I knew you were full of shit, literally.
1: Oh, this poor, I'm assuming, high school student has had their life <laughs> ruined because By of us. the boggles of foxery. And that's We're cl- not helping.
0: We're not helping, but I, I also, um, <laughs> uh, I also would like to put forward that it could be, uh, the famous Greek name Debocles.
1: Oh shit. The philosopher,
0: <laughs> the philosopher Debocles, who always said that famous philosophical phrase that you always say, right?
1: Right. Uh, sorry. I do know this. So he was a famous debater. Hence, you know, that's where the term actually comes from.
0: Yes. Uh, Debocles. Yeah.
1: And, uh, His famous phrase that he would always say to other philosophers, other greats, they would say something of note, they would make a point about something, and he would say, let me play devil's advocate here, (laughs)
0: then. Uh, may you burn in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I have no idea what this, uh, I mean, obviously, obviously, we don't have the whole story, but the title is the most confusing part. Debacles of foxery, or Debocles. It... What? Or Debocles. I just want to or keep debacleys. that on the table. Or could be Debacles. We don't know. Debocles of foxery. The is of Foxery. Debox. I'm going to say it again and again until it says other words. Like, one of those puzzles. The De- a of Foxery. The Bocleys of Foxery. The Bocleys of Foxery. I would debacle's also like to
0: say debacle's that a... The Inconvenient Truths, uh, That is in, uh, that movie was, uh, is that Al Gore? that Al, Al Gore's Al- documentary, Al Gore? yes. Okay, I was really scared to say that out loud because I was sure I was going to be wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, The Inconvenient um. Truths. And inconvenient truth.
0: I mean, maybe this is a political statement about climate change and how some people still think that it's a thing you cannot believe in or believe in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so you're not that good of a liar, AOC, and your Green New Deal.
0: If we were really in a climate change, if it was global warming, why did it hail in Portland this afternoon? Yes, riddle me this. Can I do say that I went outside, so after I worked out, I was like, "Wow, that was really nice, except I wanted fresh air, that's really what I wanted in my life. And then I saw it had stopped hailing for just a second, so I sprinted outside, and then I was looking in the grass and I was like, "Oh, look at all these tiny little mushrooms." And I went down to pick one and it was just a handful of hail.
1: <laughs>
0: Ooh. Yeah, wild, wild
1: weather today. We did. Uh, I also the don't box of know about some foxweed about fox though. Sorry, go. I, on.
0: I just wanted to update you because all I have to update you on is things that are happening around my house. I don't know if you saw my very famous Snapchat of a flat rat.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Did you see flat rat, my new I don't friend? Don't remember.
1: I don't remember There's, seeing flat rat.
0: Flat rat is a flat rat carcass that appeared suddenly behind my back doorstep.
1: Okay. And he's
0: a rat, but he's flat and he's dry. <laughs> His name is flat rat and he, he lives back there now and I'm scared of him and I have to walk past him to do my laundry and I can see his weird little toes and it makes me really uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Wonderful. Um,
0: I, I just thought I'd update you. Like that's all the exciting news I have in my life is I could tell you things that appeared outside of my house recently.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, all I got to update you on here is, uh, we bought some flowers and most of them died. Um, (laughs) <laughs> some of are still trucking. We just bought some new ones. Uh, we have a succulent that is doing okay. And I don't know, there's this other flower, a bulb in a vase. Couldn't make it, couldn't get it to work. Do you, I can't do flowers.
0: <laughs> don't you have to, like, stick a bunch of toothpicks in them and, like, suspend them above, like, torture them into living?
1: Like, that suspend them above like, water? <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be nice. It's in a vase that seems to be, basically do that. but uh, Apparently doesn't you, do it that well. It was growing that a, it, it is curving to the left big time, and I was like, I don't okay,
0: know. well, can I just t- you know, it doesn't have to be perfectly straight, Tallinn.
1: I just a- think most people would prefer if it was, though.
0: A little curvature is normal, and that's okay, and it's nothing to be embarrassed of. It's
1: just a little inconvenient for me to try and you know.
0: Is it an inconvenient you know? truth?
1: <gasps> <The> inconvenient <laughs> oh! truth. I'm not ties. that gullible.
0: Um, anyway, well, thank you for helping me decode that. I was really sent into a fluster
1: by that one. And I feel like I know that that person pooped their pants at high school. That seems to be the most obvious choice. But again, Occam's razor, you know, sometimes the most obvious solution is not the correct one. Did anyone ever
0: ever poop their pants at your high school?
1: (laughs) Not that I was privy enough to know about. Probably, Um, but no one told me anything.
0: That was a good joke also. You said privy, and that's a like a bathroom joke. That was
1: good. <laughs> ah, Soiled again.
0: Ah, stop it. Okay. Now you're just milking the moment.
1: Yeah. I'm just... I can't. Don't, please. I can't do anymore. <laughs> um, this is... Good. You know what, listener? If you have any uh, possible ideas as to what this could mean, let us know. It shoot always us always a out. message. Let's do this one for our trying...
0: Time. You're just you're just trying to make more chances for you to edit this because you're just you have nothing better to do, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, my name's Torlin Borginlin. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no, gonna Got have to cut, cut that voiceover. out. Ah gee, <laughs> I,
0: I hope that this is the most sound affected episode ever. Like you just input random VFX wherever you want. Yeah,
1: I completely dub over my entire <laughs> recording. To make it sound even better. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of sound effects, a lot of whips and pans and and, and
0: Ooh, yeah. And
1: That's comedy, bing. babes. A lot of boom crashes, oom papas, a lot of merry go round broke down, a lot of shaving a haircut.
0: You know a lot of uh, sound effects off the top of your head, and I don't like it. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there you go. I
1: you, you. Uh,
0: All right. Um, <clears throat> target today. You had on a mask, making your amazing eyes stand out even more. You were tall, maybe 5'11". Legs for days. Let's meet up. I promise to stay six feet away. P.S. I'm a survival instructor, and I have masks, gloves, and tons of TP and baby wipes. Woo, I'm getting too aroused over here. I need to cool myself down.
1: Yeah, I do apologize to our audience for the sudden bursts of arousal they are currently feeling
0: yeah everyone tuck your boners back into your pants put your fat juicy pussies back away yep. just get get, get handled please
1: so um, <laughs> yeah I think this one was uh, it just it really speaks to the current current times we're in and really this is the sexiest person I could imagine
0: it truly is. I do have to ask though, what is a survival instructor?
1: Isn't that obvious?
0: No, I oh, do. Okay. They teach. Are they one of those people who teach toddlers how to swim when they fall in pools? Uh... Have you seen those videos of toddler babies <laughs> swimming? It's insane. <laughs> it's like all these, sorry. It's all these. So there's like this this thing. It, it's like really a Southern California thing because obviously a lot of people have pools down there. Um, but you get like a baby. I'm going to say it's also
1: a white thing. Okay, go well, on.
0: Well, <laughs> okay. It's anyone who wants, whose baby wants to survive in a pool okay. thing. <laughs> um, uh, so it's like you teach, there's like a baby swim instructor and they, they teach like infants, like babies, how to like, if they fall in a pool, how to turn on their back so that they can float. It's nuts. It's like a nonverbal baby They push a non-verbal baby into a pool, and it it knows to turn on its back and float. It's insane.
1: So why are we even paying these people? Seems like the babies already know what to do. (laughs) The
0: the babies have
1: been instructed. The babies have been told (laughs) how to do this. The the baby's not going to retain any of this knowledge.
0: The baby does. The baby. Capital T, capital B. The baby. It does know, and it is instructed. It's nuts, because it's not even verbal yet, and yet... It's learning how to float on its back. I swear to God, look I this up. I believe
1: you. I know this is a thing, <laughs> but it just seems like we are, just, just the instructor's just like, God, I hope this baby's instincts kick in, or I'm gonna look real bad.
0: <laughs> well, they stand in the pool with the baby. It's not like they punch the baby
1: into a pool, and then yeah. are like, well. I, you know babies can swim on their own? You've got to teach them. Watch. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like maybe this person shouldn't be getting paid a whole lot for this service.
0: They're just, they're reworking the classic,
1: if it's a witch, it floats. You know? If I put a, a, a person in a burning building and they run out of it, I did nothing. I did nothing to hurt Well, you did,
0: you did put a person in a burning building. So that yeah. would get you arrested.
1: <laughs> well, I assume it's like a controlled burn. It's like a training simulation that involves real fire, because obviously that's the only way that you're going to learn. <laughs> Uh, fake fire is not going to teach you anything.
0: Anyways, I'm sorry. I got very distracted thinking about baby swim
1: classes. Uh, yes, a yes survival
0: instructor. Do they like teach you like what plants you can eat?
1: Yeah, you know, I was thinking like a scout master of sorts, but for adults.
0: Or they tell you to like make friends based on who would have the most nutritious value if they died and you had to eat them,
1: yeah. or who you can mate with that will provide you the a spawn that has the most chances of, of being a success.
0: Oh, you know what? This survival instructor should really match up with that kissing instructor that we, yeah. uh, we saw services advertised for in an earlier episode, uh, and they could do a survival and repopulation class all yeah. in one.
1: I like it. Um, here's another question I have about this misconnection. Tell me about it. What exactly is the appeal of... Any part of the last sentence. I mean, survival structure is one thing, but also I have mask, gloves, and tons of toilet paper and baby wipes. Like,
0: I will yeah, say, okay, I would
1: love those things, but...
0: I mean, I will say if, if your butthole has been trained to only be appeased by the wet touch of a baby wipe, transitioning back into TP is really rough. I'm going to say, as a child, I lived in a, in a baby wipe household uh Ooh. and i did not know the world of wiping with my okay. butt with tp until i went to college and it was
1: it was what? a ch-
0: it was a chappy couple of weeks <laughs> hold on
1: okay so
0: <laughs> i can't believe you, i'm sharing this on a podcast this we're is learning great. a lot I'm glad. today i'm so glad
1: <laughs> i'm really glad too so you grew up using using baby wipes
0: yeah, on my on my butt, obviously. If on you your use butt. them on, the, yeah, on your butt. Yeah. I mean if you use them on the front, it's gonna like mess up the whole pH of your entire yeah, ecosystem. No, 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 no. We're not gonna
1: yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. We're not, gonna, We're do not that. gonna do that. So did at, at any point did your parents say this is maybe not like the most hundred percent normal thing, but it's a better thing? And obviously like there's nothing wrong with it, but did they at any point prepare you for that reality?
0: Well, does a Does a rich baby who grows up in a bubble uh, learn that the bubble is not normal until it goes out into the outside world? You know what I'm saying?
1: I guess. I guess not.
0: I uh, I mean, I have. So, really,
1: (laughs) what was week one of college for? What was was, the realization hit?
0: I'm telling you, it was chappy. It was chappy. (laughs) You didn't think to bring some with you? It was a learning curve that I had to experience, along with a lot of other learning curves that all occurred at the same time. So, like, while it may have not been devastating on its own, in combination with other things, the fact that my butthole hurt all the time was, like, really overwhelming.
1: <laughs> Got You know, this whole thing has me thinking, like, I know the toilet paper shortage has been a thing. Um, didn't even bother to check on the baby wipes. Did those go out also, or were they? I have
0: no idea. I've weaned I've myself off of them.
1: You okay? But now that the mics were off, like, come on, you still, you still use them, right?
0: Well, as a luxury item, like if I
1: (laughs) once a week, if I've been good, as a treat, I've
0: been. You can have one baby wipe (laughs) as a treat, (laughs) is what I tell my own butthole. Yes, (laughs) Uh, just a little treat for your body. It's fine. Treat yourself.
1: I think I've done it once in my life. Um, visiting a friend's home. Who? How did it feel? Uh, good. I think after that, there was definitely a a period of time where I was like, I really, I'd rather have that. That seems much, that was a much better experience.
0: It's way better. And I also have to say that, like, for a year, like, ever since, like, when I first went to Europe, I wasn't sold on bidets, but then when I went to Egypt two summers ago, um, the, like in Egypt, they have, so there are different types of bidets <laughs> and the ones yeah. that, that they have in like Europe are the ones that are like attached to the toilet or like inside the toilet. And they're just like, you don't touch, like you just press a button and it like squirts you. And the ones they have in Egypt are like a little detachable, like water gun thing. Hmm. It looks, it looks like the thing that's in your, if you have a fancy sink, it's like the, the powerful dish sprayer yeah. thing. Um, they have yeah. one of those attached next to the toilet, and that's your bidet because like all their pipes are old. And I will just—I ta- was sold. And for for years, I have been like, I need, I want a detachable hose bidet. And now I'm really regretting not getting one because I, it's luxurious. You feel yeah. cleaner than you've ever felt. People are worried about still feeling wet wet afterwards. It's not an issue.
1: That would be my worry. I'd be like, There's, what is what is the splash radius? On you just way? do
0: a little like you do a little shake. You get a little shake and shimmy, and then it just, it dries up. It You know what? You want to keep it a little, you want to keep it a little wet anyways, you know? You don't want to dry sure, as the sure. desert, you know, yeah. area yeah. back to front, you know? You want, you want a little moistness.
1: Great. Okay. I mean, that's something, because <laughs> listen, I've I've stepped in like, I've stepped in some, some dog mess, and uh, sprayed that off with a hose off of a shoe. And definitely, there is a splash zone where I realized this is a bad idea. I'm so, just gonna
0: ask you is your butthole shaped like a shoe taller?
1: <laughs> what if it is? I'm gonna tell you that.
0: <laughs> I just, I just here to say the splash zone isn't very intense. You can control the water pressure, you can mm. control the mm. angle. It's like very powerful. You feel very powerful, you feel like a water bender is a dream.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, listen, you've sold me. I uh-huh. think uh I think we should start converting the Gen Pop to bidets.
0: I think that's what really needs to happen and also it like like yes it ups like w- water use, but it it downs like flushable wipes are a big problem. They cause a big issue. There's like those giant I forget there's like a technical term for like when a big iceberg of them forms in a sewer system and they have to like yeah, they have to like hire people to go in there. And, like, clean it out. Uh,
1: Here's the thing about the water use issue. Tell me more. I don't think... I haven't seen anything about that since we've all been washing our hands for approximately five, four times the normal length everyone normally does wash their hands. No one's said anything about water levels. Which tells me it's all a big hoax. There's plenty of water. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's all a lie by big water to drive up water prices. Debacles of foxery. Uh, no, I think, um, you know, obviously there are other things that cut down on water use, such as humans not existing in the world. So, yeah, I think it's a change we could we could still get behind.
0: Agreed. But we're pro-bidet here.
1: Pro-bidet. Okay. Pro-bidet. Pro-baby wipes. Pro-bidet.
0: Did you have any final thoughts about your, um, the survival instructor, Dream Man?
1: Yeah. Um, again, if you have these things, that's great we can't do any anything you're a stranger to me in the <laughs> i I'll gladly like if you want to give me some toilet paper or baby wipes yeah i'll put on some gloves i'll 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 take them from you this isn't a good pickup line this isn't going to get anything i don't know i'm just confused about what this person wants like listen things are weird but let me assure you i have all the supplies that we need so i guess it feels like I don't know what hooking up is like now in this current moment in time. It feels very like <laughs> a big decision, like a permanent choice. Like if no, you're gonna hook up with them, think... you might as well be quarantined with them.
0: Yeah, you're not allowed to hook up with people right now. I think is like, Unless the Unless it's rule. a
1: forever love. Yeah.
0: Everyone's gonna be so yeah. horny when this is over. It's gonna be it's gonna be free in the streets. It's gonna be lot, nuts. I don't
1: know. A lot of governments are just recommending taking care of yourself. Like <laughs> Hey, guess I are you mean, telling me honestly, my government wants me
0: to flick the bean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you are, listen, we understand we're all human. You got these pent up feelings. Don't see another person about it. Just take care of yourself. It's a great way to not spread any contamination. Oh my
0: God. Is that what all those emails from those retailers have meant when they've said, take care of yourself? Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Hi. That email from ben Madewell makes so
0: much more sense. <laughs>
1: We want to assure you that we are doing the best we can to handle the current COVID nineteen situation. We are assuring you that uh, all of our staff is taking care of themselves, and you should too. And uh, that's the only way we're going to get through this together, but alone, wink.
0: (laughs) I actually, um, I work as a copywriter for people that don't know that I work as a copywriter for a a major company, uh, and I had to write like a. Like a weird it just so much of working for a corporation is like, I feel like I'm working to put this weird flesh mask on a soulless, <laughs> moralless demonic body. <laughs> Like, yep. and, and so I'm like trying to put this really friendly face on this thing that like does not give a flying fuck about anything other than your money which is not to say that the company I work for is worse or better than any other company it's just like what companies and corporations are like they don't care about you as a person right. and like it's just like a weird position to be in I'm like, I'm trying, like I had to write basically an an email that essentially was like that was like, hey, we here at Beep care about your health and safety and we respect you for social distancing and self-quarantining and we're here to support you through this tough time. And it's like, okay, in what way? I don't know. It's just really, (laughs) it's so weird. It's such a weird time to like be alive and like witnessing this weird Capitalist faux concern. It's just so weird.
1: I mean, yeah, maybe it's faux concern, but I definitely respect the brands that do that a lot more than the ones that are just like, "Listen, we're just wide open for business. We're not changing a thing about how we live. Uh, You want your shit hand delivered? We're gonna come to you. All right. No mask. No gloves. No none of that shit. Just uh, take our products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commercial whore."
0: I mean, that is essentially the message beneath the caring message, just so you know.
1: Right, but it looks a lot better with a bow on it. Uh, And that's
0: optics, (laughs) baby. Wink. And you
1: put on the bow. Um, Hey, you got another one for me?
0: I do. All right. This is actually continue. I have a a proposal for a series, and this will be that proposal, essentially.
1: Great. Okay, here we go. How's your pie? Troutdale Sherry's. I should have asked you out. It's a weird time. It just didn't feel appropriate. Anyways, get back to me if you read this. I'll just be hanging out with my pup, Kyle. All right.
0: Guess what the series is called? (laughs)
1: It's called, who the fuck is this Sherry's waitress?
0: Yeah, it's called Love at Sherry's. Love at Sherry's. it's, It's like, who is this Sherry's waitress that makes everyone fall in love with her? It's just... I don't know what is going on in Sherry's, but there is something in that pie that makes everyone just ready for love.
1: Well, uh, I think... I I don't see how we can avoid, when this is all over, we're going to the Sherry's, and we will stay there as long as it takes.
0: (laughs) To meet the most beautiful woman in the world who happens to work
1: at Sherry's. We will go at... When they open, and wait, do they... Even close? Is it a 24-hour location? I don't know. They
0: might be. I think that they, they if they are not a 24-hour location, they do a really good job of giving that vibe off. Of yeah. just, like, when you enter Sherry's, you are now in, like, the world of no time at all. Yeah. Like, you, okay. you look at the fucking clock, and it's just, like, there's just gibberish on it. It's just, it's just like a pie. A, Oh, it's fuller British uh, to o'clock and you're like, okay, that's a that, that symbol looks like a fish with a wig on it. I guess that's it, what time it is.
1: <laughs> it's pie o'clock somewhere is what it says on the Oh.
0: On the clock. You should write for copy for Sherry's.
1: <laughs> Who says that though? Um, and I have
0: to say, you know, Kyle, get in line. That's yeah. all.
1: Oh my god. Do you think Kyle even knows? Do you think Kyle's even aware?
0: Do you think Kyle knows that he's not only in a love triangle, but at this point I would say a love octagon, perhaps?
1: Yeah. This waitress can have anyone she chooses. You are just one of an endless array of suitors, Kyle.
0: It's like the way a customer walks into Sherry's and has a wide array of pies to choose from <laughs> to
1: That's save right. the hunger. And now with our new Mega Monday deals, you can get one pie half off at any Sherry's location that is participating. Ask your waitress about Mega Mondays and see if you can get a pie to go. Sherry's. We know people. I don't know what their slogan is. Um
0: <laughs> their slogan is we have the hottest woman in the world working for us. Come and find is, her.
1: This might be, do you think this could be just a crazy good like viral marketing campaign? Like
0: <laughs> Oh my if it is, honestly, this is amazing on the level that like Blair Witch project marketing was amazing. Like yeah. this is true grassroots, like this is it. I applaud yeah. Sherry's if this is a
1: viral marketing campaign. She has gotta convince everyone that the hottest. Most beautiful server in the world is at this Sherry's location, and there's gonna you're going to go on any given day, there's going to be a line at the door, and everyone's going to ask if, you know, just, you're going to go in, you're going to see some servers, you're not going to see the one you think you're looking for, and they're going to be like, when's the shift? When's the turnover? What other servers are working today? And uh, that's your day. You got to make a day out of it if you want to catch this waitress, because... Uh,
0: And I I will say, like, out of all the suitors, Kyle does have some good points going for him. Like, he says, you know, I should have asked you out. It was a weird time. It didn't feel appropriate. Like, this is what we have been preaching all along is, like, do not hit on your food service workers because they are in a position where they literally have to be nice to you. Kyle was reading the room. He was like, I'm going to talk to her when she doesn't have to be nice to me. He also has a dog.
1: There's yes, so point <laughs> so two points for he's Kyle. in the lead. He's in the lead He's in the
0: lead. Kyle, you're our fave right now.
1: There's like three things I want to do. One, you and I need to take a trip to Sherry's just just scope it out. see what's up for pie. Uh, yeah get some get some pie and just keep an eye out. What uh, pie would you two. get? Sorry,
0: just tell me real quick. I'm curious.
1: Well, um, I'm not super familiar with Cherry's lineup, but I would assume they would have a, uh, pretty much any pie you could ask for. So uh, I'd, I'd like a nice, either a pecan, a nice black bottom pecan pie. Um, I think I like that the most because it's really less of a pie and more of a chocolate pastry uh, masquerading as a pie. Also, could go for a banana cream. How about you? Oh,
0: I think right now I really want like a classic cherry pie, like a really good Oregon cherry pie.
1: Oregon cherry yeah okay I can get behind that oh the cherries no Oregon cherry yes
0: put it in my <laughs> mouth
1: <laughs> so <laughs> number one go to cherries get some pie see what's up the second thing I want to do is I just want to reach out to cherries and just be like hey do you guys know about this massive following one of your servers has on uh on the craigslist on misconnection section of craigslist because uh I don't know who you got working there, but they should be aware of this. And I don't know if they are already like in a relationship or if that's something they're interested in. But it seems like they can have their pick of any of these people writing in <laughs> to this. Like, I just want to make sure they are aware of this and uh, see where that goes. Maybe that's our next podcast? Can we just follow... <laughs>
0: We call this it finding server. Sherry's, and it's a it's an investigative <laughs> podcast about the most beautiful woman in the world who works at. We said we we keep saying we want to be the next uh, serial, right? So this, this is, is our chance to break into investigative journalism and find yep. the most beautiful woman in the world who works at Sherry's.
1: And I finding we'd, Sherry's, we would have to match all these people up and have a they would all get a chance <laughs> to have a date. Yes. And yes. we would uh set them up with recording devices and then uh we would just, you know, try and this it's basically would turn into like a bachelor competition. Uh bachelorette, if you will. And yeah, I think that, that could work. Uh the other thing I wanna do is I think we need to create some sort of profile on every person who's written in <laughs> uh to try and find it. Like we need to find out more about these people and like create what we think they look like and uh what they're into and you know, figure out who's really the best choice here.
0: I was imagining a la Pokemon cards.
1: Yes. Yes. That's with
0: HP, all weaknesses,
1: of it. strengths, uh you know, Pokemon type. <laughs> Kyle's <laughs> definitely uh definitely a a bug type, I think.
0: Oh, for sure. Kyle yeah.
1: is a hundred percent a bug type. Yeah. Um, this is really, this might be the longest thread of anything, um, concerning a plot on this podcast, and it is... Yeah, so,
0: yeah. Stay tuned for more Finding Love at Sherry's, because I think that's gonna, I don't see this stopping anytime soon, unless Sherry closes, which, to be honest, would be just
1: devastating. Or if she gets fired. Do you remember when Cracker Barrel... (laughs) fired someone and everyone on the internet got mad about it. Everyone on the internet got mad about it. Their whole the Cracker Barrel Facebook page was just full of comments demanding to know why X person's wife was fired.
0: I have <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking
1: about right this now. This was a thing. This is the thing. Someone I think Yeah someone <laughs> Someone's wife got fired from Sherry's. And then I think the person's husband... Cracker Barrel. Yeah, Cracker Barrel. And I think the person's husband commented about it on the Cracker Barrel page. And people just picked up on it and were like, Yeah, why'd you fire their wife, Cracker Barrel? (laughs) And it just blew up. I love that so much. And I think this could be that. Like, I think... If we can make the world aware that the most gorgeous person in the world exists, and she is a server at this very specific Sherry's, who knows what could happen.
0: I will say that I've been to a Cracker Barrel, and I was not impressed.
1: I, yeah, I don't have any I was
0: very excited to go to Cracker Barrel, and it was extremely disappointing.
1: (laughs) What even do they have?
0: It's just like a lot of uh, vegetables slathered in butter uh, it remind me a lot of like dorm food
1: Ooh. <laughs> yes. yeah there was
0: like lots of pastas there was like some suspect looking I think one of my friends got a suspect looking shrimp dish uh, there was a lot of mac and cheese there were some grits there was fried okra it's like pseudo South mixed with like every college dorm
1: ever yeah nah that's okay i mean there's definitely better southern food out there i don't Um, think that's true. okay i'm sending you better than cracker barrel you don't think that's true
0: i'm kidding i'm kidding i just wanted to get a rise out of you don't think
1: well it worked good job (laughs) um okay i send you what i think will be my final one for tonight i don't know what i'm saving for the tail end of this episode but um there you go sarah
0: why why did you have to lack compassion and empathy and react in such a cold and callous fashion? Very disappointing.
1: And I'm glad this person asked that because I think we've all been wondering why <laughs> from you. And I do think um, this is directed at you.
0: I, I've i been hurt before.
1: That's no excuse. And
0: I am just trying to put up a front to not be hurt again. Is what I think the true and on. That's why, you know, I'm lacking compassion and empathy and I'm reacting in a cold and callous fashion. This person obviously has a wide vocabulary and maybe I was a little intimidated. Um, And I just like to say I'm sorry for acting in such a cold and callous fashion. Lots of people have told me I'm cold and callous. Uh, That's probably the two most often um, used adjectives to describe me, so.
1: Okay. Well, listen, I agree with this person. It's very disappointing. And I'm sorry for the gotcha journalism here. But, uh, you know, I think people have been uh, really wanting answers about your cold and callous fashion and uh, the way you react with lack of compassion, as you so do. So do you think you've given a satisfying answer? Do you think, uh, do you think we should just move on? Do you think that's enough? Do you think it'll think- ever be enough?
0: I think my punishment is who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mind is a prison that I can't escape from. Uh, and so, yes, I, I think that you should move on. And I think I've done more than enough penance, and I will always be doing penance.
1: Okay. Well, uh, thank you for your honesty and your bravery. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, we'll obviously we're going to try and continue this uh, work relationship as best as we can. And hopefully uh, we don't have any more snafus like this.
0: Okay, and if you have any problems with me, please post them on Misconnections because that's the only way I'll ever address them. Otherwise, do not talk to me in person about it. Only post about it in Misconnections.
1: I will. I will continue to do so as I have done with this very misconnection.
0: I think, I think I need a moment to gather myself. Could we? Um, could you outro the show?
1: Yeah, sure. I can do that. You, uh, you know, take your time there. Anyway, uh thank you so much for listening to Craig's Essential Crisis. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving a rating or a review in the Apple Podcasts app, not iTunes. Don't go to that. Not a thing anymore. It Apple Podcasts exist. app. Uh I just want to say, yeah, we got another one I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you read this one, Sarah, if you feel ready for it.
0: Did you say good thank you to everybody?
1: Um what? <laughs> no, this is a this is a, Sorry, uh, the the feed did a weird audio thing where your voice just kind of got sucked into the matrix for a minute. Um, this is just a, a review. I think you should read.
0: Oh, we got a review.
1: Yeah, this one is from. This
0: uh, is really exciting.
1: Black Sea. It's the top one there.
0: Okay, I'm gonna open it up, and I'm gonna look, and I'm gonna see it, and I we were definitely prepared for this. So, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, Is this the one that's from Lexi? Yes. All right. Easy five stars. I found you too, your podcast through Rosie's Instagram, and I'm eternally grateful. Y'all are so funny, and I actively find myself responding out loud to the podcast like you're in the room with me. I love it, and quite frankly, I love you. Thanks for the laughs. Oh! Uh, Lexi! Uh, you're so sweet! What an angel face! Well, thank you so much for being a listener, and... We love you too. I I think we're we fall, love you. all three of us are falling in love. And if the waitress from Sherry's wants to get on on this, I'm open to making it a quadruple.
1: Hell yeah! And honestly, I think we're better than these guys. I think we are. All three of us are better than any of these guys. So who whomst? <laughs>
0: oh. You mean you mean Laxi J? Yeah, uh, I meant better than these guys when I was like, oh, the men after the Hottest
1: Witchers at 'Sherry's Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're better than them. We're better than them. We're better than them. Three uh, heads are always better than one.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for your uh, five-star review, Lexi. No, uh, you know, not saying anything. If you're not leaving a review that's five stars, that's fine. But five-star reviews get read. So there's that. <laughs> Uh, and also, really helps us out, really helps other people find us. And I think in this time we're in, content like this is uh, really helping people. I know it's helping me. I've been listening to podcasts and it's important. So, if you think there's someone who might be a little extra bored and could use a laugh, hopefully, we're someone you find funny and uh, send us their way. And, you know, be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram or Twitter for some fun bonus content. We're always trying to post some behind-the-scenes stuff on there or just the stuff that you can't see in this audio format uh, will go there as well. And also, Rosie Sherman got a mention there. We also want to thank her for writing and performing our theme song, you know, week in, week out. She is there with her guitar to Woo! play us in and play us out. Um, check her out on Instagram. or Instagram is HeyShermy, at HeyShermy. Um, she also does a lot of cool doodles there, and uh, she's a good artist in so many different uh, disciplines. Couldn't remember the word for a second, but I got there. <laughs> and uh, lastly, if you have a misconnection of your own, or a story you want to share, or something you want to send us from Craigslist, you can send it to us via email at craigcrypod at gmail.com That's pod at gmail.com Not.gov Or you can send it to any of those aforementioned social media spots. Our next episode is going to be out in a week. Woo! And uh, <laughs> Sarah, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just flat rat. Hey, folks. This is Talyn. I made that joke about not having anything to plug. Turns out we do have something to plug. And that is the latest episode of the podcast, Soup Heroes, uh, hosted by Jack Martin and Alex Disney. If, uh, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it. A couple episodes back because we got to record an episode with them, Sarah and I, and that episode is now available. So we talk about the movie Hancock, we play a lot of games, it was a great, hilarious time, and uh, Alex and Jack will make it on this podcast someday, uh, whether it is from home or in person, uh, when this is all over. But they will be uh, something to look forward to, but you can also get a taste of our collective synergy Uh, now on the latest episode of Pod Heroes, wherever you get your podcast. Back to me, or Sarah. We have one more misconnection that I'm going to let Sarah read for you, and then we are going to piece the heck out of here. Because we're very
0: busy people with places to go.
1: Yep, and uh, here are your parting thoughts, Sarah. When you get that, take it away.
0: Please save someone. Please save someone. Don't try to meet someone for a while. Surly can't be that hard. Email yes. Actually meet no.
1: I'm Talon Biglow.
0: I'm Sarah Thompson.
1: This has been Craig's, Craig's existential crisis. crisis. We'll see how in sync that is later. <laughs>